Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. All right, y'all. Welcome to the pod. If this is the first time that you're listening in, welcome. If you're one of the original OGs, welcome. I'm excited that this week I am starting the Astrology 101 series. And I've gotten a lot of questions and I'm it still fascinates me to this day that sometimes I'm like, oh, do you do you know what a natal chart is? And people have absolutely no idea what it is and how it could be helpful for you and not only understanding who you are, but also validating the whispers of your soul through this amazing chart that we call the natal chart. So in this series, I am literally going to be providing you with bite-sized chunks that you can digest and process and begin to slowly analyze your own if it's something that you feel called to do with a little bit more understanding. And if you choose to go deeper, I do have a masterclass that's called Your Born Identity that really helps you navigate your own natal chart. And of course, if you are seeking some one-on-one guidance as well as support, in not only reading and understanding your needle chart, but also your human design chart. And you can consider human design as like a sibling of the needle chart because it does use and incorporate bits and pieces of your needle chart along with other ancient traditions to create this really beautiful um, self-understanding within the environment. So you can consider the natal chart as like, okay, this is the blueprint of my soul. And you could consider human design as like, okay, this is the blueprint of my body and how I work with the world. So the combination of the two has been super profound with my one-on-one clients, which I am actually going to also have um, a series where some of my clients pop in and share how beneficial this this method really is for them and this one-on-one series on astrology is really going to help you um, kind of take a peep into how things work in my program and also how things work within your life and how using your needle chart can really really bring you into this deeper sense of self-awareness and also self-mastery through understanding the polarities of each area of your chart because, you know, energy is all about polarity. So let's begin. I have put in the link in the show notes an opportunity for you to navigate your own natal chart and you do need your exact time. And if this is something that you don't have or you can't access, you could actually call the hospital that you were born at and give them your name and your date of birth and they can send you through medical records because this is information that they have to keep on file. They could um, transfer you to medical records and medical records can actually send you the exact time of birth. Now, if you were born in a different country and you're like, ha, like, like that, that didn't happen. Um, or if maybe your mom had like a very spontaneous um, 
birth with you, there's an option just underneath, find your natal chart link, um, an opportunity for you to kind of have like a roundabout uh, guesstimation of your time and really, really still get so much value out of it through understanding um, the bigger the bigger energies at and around your time of birth. Okay? Awesome. All right, so what the hell is a natal chart and how can it serve you and how can it help you grow? So a natal chart is essentially a snapshot of the sky when you took your first breath. And in many ancient traditions, they believe that the soul enters the body in that first breath and that the soul has this, you know, karmic energy. And we sometimes misinterpret and misuse the word karma because Karma doesn't necessarily mean like, yes, what goes around comes around, but there are these unresolved things and there's this residue that our soul is intended to learn and grow through and move through that oftentimes we miss the mark in lifetimes. And oftentimes the soul will continue to come back until the mark is, is, is met and understood in order to move forward and integrate and perhaps in some, you know, um, schools of thought up level to different dimensions, um, so on and so forth. And, and if you don't believe in any of this, that's totally fine. Um, these are just schools of thought and just like with anything else, there are so many different ways to see and understand. Um, and we put our own little beliefs and our own little values on certain things, um, to help us connect, right? To help us um, feel connected to something. So these are just different schools of thought. Now, with that being said, there are very, very, very intricate ways in understanding the natal chart. There's Vedic, there's tropical, there's whole sign. And I personally use a combination of Placidus and whole sign. And this is essentially the, um, the mechanics of, of the view in the sky. And some people are like, well, like, don't you need to have like this definitive information, um, to work on? And I would kind of, um, relate it to different ways to getting the right answer and also a different theory, but still the theory is talking about the same thing. So each of these different ways in which your natal chart can be projected onto, uh, a two-dimensional screen, so to speak, or paper, the mechanics and, and the mathematics um, can vary. And this is something that I do encourage you as you move through your natal chart to inquire about, you know, and I know that for some, this is like a really large, like, freak to go into, and I respect that. And at the very same time, I think that learning about yourself does require this ability to be a little fluid and exploratory and curious. So again, I use Placidus and whole sign with my clients. I do use both because sometimes the placements can give us a little bit more of a richer understanding when we use both of them. And that is what I've found in my own personal experience. Um, but again, there are so many different astrologers out there that have different schools of thought and use different, um, different ways and different uh, methods to really see the planets um, in your natal chart. Now, when we're talking about the planets in the natal chart, we are actually also talking about 
the moon and the sun, even though they're considered to be lunations. So we're looking at Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, Mars, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, and the sun and the moon. So we have a total of 10 quote-unquote planets. I also like to incorporate Chiron, and Chiron is actually a, an asteroid, and the glyph kind of looks like a circle at the very bottom, and then there's like a K above the circle, and it's attached to the circle. And I also like to look at the north node and the south node. So the nodes are considered to be the nodes of the moon, and it's like these axis sites, and they're always 180 degrees from one another. So if you find your north node directly across from it, you will find your south node. Now, when we're looking at your natal charts, you see like multiple circles. You see the smaller circle at the very center, which is supposed to be you at the very center of this universe, right? And then you should see numbers on the next circle after you at the very center. And these numbers, 1 through 12, represent houses. So again, as I made the reference before, you can consider this like the blueprint of your soul. So think of this blueprint as like your your house, like the, like the house of your soul, right? And each of those numbers represents a room in your house, right? In the house, you have specific areas that make it and, and allow it to be a home. You have bathrooms, you have closets, you have a kitchen, you have bedrooms, you have garages, right? You have all these different areas that really make up a home. And this is essentially all the different areas and components that make up a life. So when we're looking at the houses, the, those numbers always stay there. They don't move, okay? They are always going to be 1 through 12 in that exact spot that you're looking at. Now, what does vary is on the bigger, like literally on the very edge of your needle chart, which is the largest circle there, there are going to be signs. And you might see them like as signs or you might see them as the sign glyph or symbol. Those are moving because that is the the transit, right, of, you know, when you're when you're like, okay, I'm an Aries, I'm a Taurus, I'm a Gemini, right? And we have different birthdays and different months. That that changes constantly energetically and each planet remains in certain energetic expressions through the archetypes of the signs because each planet circulates at a different time. So to give you an example, and I know it might sound a little confusing, but like the sun rotates, right? And it takes 365 days for that to rotate. And it's usually in each of the signs anywhere between 28 to 31 days. Okay. So, um, as you're going through that, that is going to, that, the sun sign changes, right? Every, let's say roughly a month, right? And if you think about it, certain people's birthdays, they're, they're different signs every month. Now the moon transits these different signs a little bit quicker, like every three to four days. Okay. So it's the moon is in a different sign every three to four days. So each planet moves at a different speed through the signs. Okay. And this gives the planet a different flavor, 
and I'm not going to get into retrogrades of the planet just yet because I think that this is like a lot to, to, to chew, um, in the beginning, but we will get there. So when you're looking at your natal chart, you're looking at the different symbols, right? That are not only within that slice or that room or that slice of pie, but you're also looking at the sign it's in and the house. So remember the house numbers are on the inner closest part of the circle, just outside the one where you are at the very center. Okay. And then you have those little slices of pies and there are either planets in that pie or not, but just because a house is, um, not being occupied by a planet does not mean that it's quote unquote empty. Okay. There's still a flavor there through the sign that it's in. And that little sign and that slice of pie, that sign is represented on the, on the outside edge of your natal chart, the largest part. So if you need to take a pause here, pause me and go through and look at your natal chart and take a moment to just look at it. Your soul knows what this is. Like your soul will recognize this, even though like your, your logical mind is like, holy crap, like what is happening here? Like, what does this all mean? This is so confusing, especially if you're very new to astrology, just sit there and like, look at it, look at the houses, look at maybe one side is a little bit more dominant with, you know, activity than another sign. Notice that maybe above, like if you were to cut the, the, the circle in half and have like, let's say just, you know, for lack of visualization, the Northern half of your, of your chart is maybe heavily active with, you know, different symbols and things like that. Or maybe it's the lower half, the Southern half of your chart is very active. Just notice and just absorb and find the houses. Okay. Look at each slice, right? Because each house has a slice and look at what's there. Look at the symbols that are there and then look at the outer edge of that slice and notice what sign is sign it's in. Now, keep in mind that maybe your house is half Aries and half Taurus. And you're like, "Wait, how is this how is this house like two different signs?" Well, remember, the planets are transiting, right? So, you can imagine your natal chart is like a clock, okay? And it's kind of like that in between, it's like that house is shifting, right? Depending on what time you were born and what day you were born, that, that might be shifting into a different energetic sign, but it hasn't fully transited through that sign just yet. So it's kind of like in that halfway point. Okay. That's if you're using Placidus, if you choose to use whole sign, then it really allows that whole entire house to be an entire sign. So that is the difference, right? Placidus uses like real time, quote unquote, um, as it's transiting, whereas whole sign, it kind of um, regroups, it groups the houses into specific signs, okay? And I would like to go in a little bit deeper on this, but I do know that like what I'm saying can be a little overwhelming in and of itself. So I'm going to leave it at that as like, use this time to digest what you're seeing. 
Um, and maybe work with Placidus, right? Which is like the, the, um, the mechanism in which your chart is being projected. And maybe look at whole sign. And maybe print them both out, right? Or maybe if like you're going through and you're like, ooh, like this sounds interesting or Vedic sounds interesting, go towards where you're initially being called towards. And you could have like multiple different charts printed out, okay? Um, And just look at the difference and see if one speaks to you a little bit more than another, okay? Even just before really diving deep and understanding like bits and pieces of your natal chart. Okay. And again, like I said, your soul knows what this looks like. Your soul knows what this is. And I'm going to leave it at that. And when we go through the next, um, little explanation or lecture, however we want to call this, um, just make sure that you have this complete because it's really going to stack on top of what you learn in the next little audio here. I'm so grateful you're here and I'm so grateful that you're choosing to take this journey with me um, and really begin to support yourself and understand yourself at such a deeper level. And just a little backstory, most of you probably already know, but if you're new here, I will um, share a story just briefly. I had been gifted so many natal chart readings and it wasn't until I went through my Saturn return that my soul and my mind were on the same playing field to really listen and to really absorb. And my soul just felt so validated by a stranger who had no idea what I was going through and really drove certain points home on how I felt and really awaken me to my potential because it's potential that you always know is there, but you've never heard it said out loud and you've never understood it in this, in this way. And it brings so much more refinement in the, the, the journey of life. And we believe that the journey of life is very external And yes, of course, to some extent that is very true, but the journey of this life is really understanding the self through the journey. So as you're moving through the circumstances, as you're moving through the challenges, as you're moving through, you know, these relationships, whether it be friendship or romantic relationships, you're learning so much more along the way because you know yourself at your core through the natal chart. So to give you an example, let's say your north node is um, in the first house, which means your south node is in the seventh house. The first house is all about the self, and the seventh house is all about other. Okay, just we're just kind of, um, I'm generalizing it here. So if your north node is in the first house, like you are meant to understand yourself at your core in order to really have a healthy partnership, okay? And you are going to be faced with dualities and choices your entire life that might challenge your self-worth, that might ask you to tap into how you feel about your confidence, that might, you know, trigger you and trigger your self-confidence and trigger your self-awareness and ask and constantly question 
who you are and why you're here, right? Those circumstances are not meant to be like, fuck, here's another one. Oh shit, here's another one. They're happening in order for you to integrate it, understand it, and say like, wow, my relationship with myself needs to get better. And as the relationship with myself gets better through following through with what I say, through understanding what my self-talk looks like and what it sounds like, and how I can use this to my advantage to tap into where I am energetically, right? If you're talking shit about yourself like, oh, I'm fat or, oh, I'm not good enough or who am I to want this, who am I to buy this business or who am I to start this business or write this book, whatever that might look like, when you know that and you know that that's in your natal chart, a light bulb goes off and you're like, whoa, okay, hold on. I know that this, this reoccurring theme is coming up. How can, I, how can I find balance in this space? First of all, what triggered this self-deprecating and these belittling thoughts of self? Okay, that's the trigger. Let me dive a little bit deeper and unpack that trigger. When was the first time I experienced this, right? And more oftentimes it's, and then not, it's, it's the foundation is in our childhood, right? And as you move through life, you will begin to see other people as a mirror of, oh, whoa, okay. That circumstance with that person roughed up some feathers that made me feel unworthy. Now I know that that unworthiness is part of my purpose to alchemize, to say, okay, North node in the first house about the self. I might go through very many trials and tribulations about the self, okay? And challenges through self, okay? But I know that that is my soul's purpose because that is what my soul is intended to learn and grow from. So the gaps between get wider and wider and wider because you're not looking at it for face value and saying like, oh, this is just who I am. Or making an excuse, you're you're seeing it from a from a, a different perspective, as if, as if you were peering in, and saying, "Oh, all right, there's that lesson again. Let me unpack this and see, like, maybe there's another layer that I didn't see two years ago, and like this is happening again to me. Somebody left me, and I'm feeling, you know, like I'm not worthy. Okay, maybe." a year ago, I was really like down in the dumps with it. But now I'm looking at it from a different perspective and really being honest with myself and saying like, was this relationship really healthy for me? Was, you know, this friendship healthy for me? Right. And then you begin to look at it differently. And that is what the natal chart does. It gives you an opportunity to peer into your life, to peer into the cycles that are happening, the reoccurring themes that are happening and offer up a different perspective. And interestingly enough, that different perspective will cue a different action, which literally creates ripples in the direction of where you desire to go. And these are, that is just a fraction of like what you can really find in your natal chart. And again, there are so many different, um, themes and, and archetypes through the planets and through the signs that bring on a very unique flavor. No one has your natal chart. You are the only one who has what you are looking at, right? I think they, they said it's like, I want to, I want to say it's like a couple 
billions of years um, that a natal chart will actually duplicate exactly as it is, okay? And even then, there might be, like, slight differences, right? It's just so unique to who you are. And the messages that come through the natal chart are very, very unique to who you are. And when I had my natal chart read, it was very eye-opening. But what I missed and what I wish I had was the guidance to navigate those energies, the guidance and the coaching to to really um, thrive with the information that I was given, and that is what my one-on-one program is all about. It's all about really getting to the root of things, healing at that level, integrating and then alchemizing it so you could step into the world in your power, in your purpose to prosper. If you're ready for that, stay connected with me throughout this series. Share this with your friends, with anybody who you feel like would really resonate really want to learn a little bit more about astrology and about themselves in the process and tag me and yeah I would love to hear your thoughts and if you have questions along the way please don't hesitate to dm me Um, I love hearing from you and I love connecting with you thank you so much for being here with me